What's going on guys? My name is Aldenero and welcome to episode 73, I think, of the Midnight Hour. I always say I think after the episode number because I'm never too sure what number it is, but I think that this is the 11th episode in 10 weeks because of the bonus episode earlier on in the week, which you guys should check out if you haven't already because even though it wasn't what I intended it to be, I think it still constituted a fairly decent discussion that a lot of you may very well be interested in. But because of the amount of energy I spent on that episode itself, I didn't actually think that this episode would be going up at all today, so I took it in a more lighthearted and easy direction and recorded a Would You Rather episode with Lucemore, um, Aaron, who is a recurring guest at this point, I think this is his third episode, and also making his podcast debut, a guy by the name of Impolite Skeptic, which is his real actual name. I am of course kidding, that would be outrageous, but long-term fans of me and my YouTube channel uh, will definitely know who he is, especially people who've been around my Twitter for a while. Um, I've been sort of, uh, well he's featured in a good few of my videos in the past, I used to do live commentary FIFA videos where I would play a game of FIFA and answer people's questions and his questions featured regularly, and as a result of that lots of long-term fans were like, Hey, you should get Impolite Skeptic on the show, and you know what? That's what I fucking did. Um, his audio quality is pretty poor, unfortunately, because this is his first ever podcast, and it was very short notice. So as a result of that, I have sort of compressed the audio so that it all sounds similar, um, but one of the things that happens when you do that is the audio quality of the whole show suffers, so thanks a lot for bringing us down to your level, Impolite Skeptic, I really appreciate it. No, just kidding, the audio quality is not as good in this episode as it usually is, but that's something that when the new year hits, I'm going to really look to improve because I'm not actually happy with my microphone settings at all. Um, I really hate the microphone that I use. I add all sorts of like bass and like anti sort of uh, pitch things onto it, but it constantly spikes and it sounds awful. And I'm so sorry for putting everyone through that. I'm gonna buy a new microphone around the Christmas period and have it for when the next season of the Midnight Hour kicks off next year. Just kidding, this is not an sort of seasonal type of show, but you know what I'm getting at when I talk and say things. I think this intro has probably gone on long enough. Um, the show is being opened by Nine Inch Nails, which was pretty nice of them. Um, I gave Trent Reznor a call and told him, uh, look man, uh, we really liked the last time that we played your songs on our show, and I think this time, you know, you should, uh, you should do something special. And he was like, well, you know what, El De Niro? This time I'm gonna cover a U2 song from their album Octung Baby, I think it's on. It's the opener to that album. But yeah, Trent was like, you know what, El De Niro? I'm gonna cover that just for you and I'm gonna let you have it and use it on your show. So that's what we're opening with. It was very gracious of uh, the Nine Inch Nails frontman to you know, take the time out of his busy schedule and do that just for us. So um, I think everyone should leave a like on the video just for that, if nothing else. Um, but yeah, it's not really a song that's sort of ever really meant anything to me, but I think it's a it's a cool little cover. It doesn't take too much of a spin on the uh, on the original, and it's just nice to hear Trent Reznor's voice. So anyway, without further ado, let's get into the episode.
power in the verse can stop me. Let's go. What's going on guys? My name is Elvis Dennison and today I'm going to do cartwheels to a hula hoop for the benefit of our armed forces. Some of the hula hoops will be on fire, some will not. I trust you to enjoy this. Good night, God bless. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I don't understand half of the words you said and I'm the one that wrote them down. Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah. great. <clears throat> this is episode seventy three of my world famous podcast, The Midnight Hour. I'm joined today by Lucemore. Hello. And Aaron from Oxford. Hello. And a first-time guest making his appearance on the show for the first time, Impolite Skeptic. Hello, everyone. And that's how he sounds. So, um, as is customary, new people on the show get asked a would-you-rather question, which is fitting, because this episode is a would-you-rather episode. Um, so, would you rather be trapped in a lift for two hours with Chris Martin or five Phil Collinses. Oh, wow! <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Chris Martin. Really? How come? Because I feel like being stuck in a lift for a prolonged period with the same person five times would probably make me kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, if the same question were reversed and it were Phil Collins and five Chris Martins, you would say Chris no, Phil Collins. Yes. That's interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. But wouldn't I, we want to kill yourself in a lift with Chris Martin? Yeah, that was gonna be my follow up question. Yeah. Mm. I <laughs> You have to take into account he is Chris Martin. Yeah. Very true. That's true. Very yeah. true. See you know what I think either way I think you'd have to change the personnel in the first place because I think either way I'd be killing myself. But for <laughs> argument's sake, for argument's sake, let's go with Chris Martin. Which one would you continue to live for longer? In? <laughs> yeah, that's a good uh, you could say you could say most people against Chris Martin, and I would choose the other person most of the time. So you think you would last longer with five Phil Collinses? Than with Chris Martin, but either way, suicide is inevitable. Yeah. That's, yeah. I wonder has anyone ever been so sick of hearing a pretentious person speak that they've killed themselves? It seems like <laughs> such a hard opt out. You, you could just wait two hours. But instead, it's like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah, you could just do the classic, oh, I've got a. I've got to look at your the watch that's not there and just be like, oh, I've got to get to a thing and then just leave. Or the other option is, you know, suicide. Um, <laughs> like, but, uh, Chris Martin just starts talking about how he came up with the idea to name his kid Apple and you just start sawing the floor open <laughs> to fall through the shaft. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris Martin. He will never, ever die. Um... And that's that's probably a bad thing for society. I shouldn't have said that. That's really bad. I don't wish death upon him. I just wish a lifetime of pain and suffering, I guess. It's fair. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. yeah. Fair conclusion. Yep. Um, so we're going to ask each other would you rather questions, and then sometimes we'll even answer them. So this should be good. <laughs> uh, Lucemore is going to go ahead with the first one. Yeah. Um, so, would you rather be the best surgeon ever, but bees rule the world, or live in the biggest, most amazing treehouse as an immortal, but you're never allowed to leave? 
So, I feel like some <laughs> clarification is needed. To what capacity do bees rule the world? Like, okay, I'll, I'll be the judge of the would you rather question then. Is that if that's the case? So, I mean, I guess that I guess like they have much like we rule the world over the animals. The bees are superior to us in this. Uh, they are the humans, I guess, and we not our bees, but we're just lesser. We're like dogs or something like that. You know but are I mean? we all the same size, and we all exist relative to the way that we exist now? Yes. The bees physically get bigger. No, they're just more. In, they're, no, they just rule, and we're like, no, you, you know what? You make a, a lot of honey, and we're just really, really grateful, and we're gonna let you rule. And there's a bee president and all that stuff. It's great. Um, Do the bees have a system of law? Like, yeah, it's based around honey. Uh, <laughs> and we're just happy to let them do that because we've had enough of ruling. <laughs> we're just gonna let them do it. Okay. Uh, what happens if you break the law in the bee society? Uh, well, I'm in jail. You know. <laughs> what does bee jail consist of? Well, there's bees. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, never... I mean, normal jail, obviously, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, mean, I guess anybody can ja- be, j- be jailed in be jail. Okay, um, I'm struggling to see how this is different from actual society, because to me, government <laughs> officials may as well be bees, because that's how inconsequential they are in, like, the makeup of my day-to-day life. Like, I don't... Yeah, but the difference is that we don't, like, you know, when we when, it, when we have a fight, we don't, like, suicide ourselves, which the bees would do, I guess, if they, you know, they get really angry after a night out, and the other one stings somebody, and he's just dead. And that doesn't really happen in human society. So, I mean, that's one thing that's different. Um, and, uh, it's quite difficult to sting someone as a human. In punch so, in the face. Did you say that um, we'd be at the same level of dogs <laughs> by comparison you know with bees ruling because you know if i if i as a surgeon was the best surgeon relative to the ability of a dog i don't think i'd be that great a surgeon. <laughs> 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 yeah so then i guess it, the, the alternative is live as an immortal in the amazing treehouse okay. I mean, that's all i'll great. come do back we, to do that do we operate but... on bees or humans what operate on bees or humans because like if we were the best surely we'd be like used for the most important beings which yeah you, be well you'd be you'd be used as uh yeah the most important pizza. queen bee you'd be the surgeon for that her presumably i guess yeah. hmm. <laughs> imagine a dog surgeon though <laughs> 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 like he's already doing that thing, like washing his paws, getting in all, all the cracks, and then goes to do the surgery, and then sees the fan and starts barking <laughs> and jumping up and down, <laughs> and all the fucking the scalpels and all the instruments go everywhere, all over the table, and the dog is like fucking fan, ah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I had to get that off my chest. <clears throat> um, so the best, most amazing treehouse ever, which, by the way, sounds like a Donald Trump quote. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, what does that consist of? What makes it so much better than the average treehouse? Just bigger. I feel like you have a bad <laughs> imagination, Lipsmore. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, you know, it's uh, it's like it's 
the most amazing tree. I mean, imagine a good treehouse. I mean, we've all we've all imagined a good treehouse. Uh, imagine a really great treehouse. It's better than that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I yeah. feel like you just took a thing that already existed conceptually mm-hmm. in all of our heads and then arbitrarily added some words that gave it a little bit of extra worth and then just <laughs> refused to explain well, now you, it now any further. Now, now you're calling me out on it. <laughs> like, like specific, does it have a flat screen TV, a swimming pool, uh, internet connection, video games, heating... You know, is there a really dog surgeon? The fact that you'll be there forever. I mean, you you know, it's got to have everything. I think because you're gonna be you're a you're immortal living in the best treehouse ever, and you can't leave. So, I mean, if it's just a treehouse and there's just a, a sofa in there with some like magazines, you're gonna be pretty fucking bored. Well, for eternity. What yeah. I'm thinking is, if it's really the best, most amazing treehouse, as you promise me, it is then surely if it's so great, it has the ability to transport itself to other places. So you might not necessarily have to leave, but you could observe what's happening in the world around you by traveling. I mean, are you saying that your most amazing treehouse is also like a time machine? Is that what you're saying? I don't think you know what a time machine is. No, we'll just... just, just, When you see a plane, are you like, whoa, that's a oh, time, time machine. machine. <laughs> There's a fair, car, that's a small time plane, machine. You do go to a different time sometimes. Okay. That's a thing. So you can... A horse, that's a medieval time machine. <laughs> um, I don't, I'm, I think I'm feeling the B-verse. Because yeah. worst case scenario, well, no, that's not worst case scenario at all. Best case scenario you, you know, re-establish human dominance and overtake the bees, and you're the fucking best surgeon in the world. Yeah. Yeah, plus this implies I've got, like, science qualifications. Yeah. So So you don't even have to be a surgeon. Yeah. Yeah, but it's suggested, obviously, if you live in the biggest, most amazing treehouse ever, that maybe you made the biggest, most amazing treehouse ever, and therefore you're, like, a carpenter and a designer and all that shit. Yeah, but yeah. you're not able to fucking get out of your own house. Like, that's a philosophical issue right there, I think. That's true. Uh, I just like the idea of being like a dog who's a really good surgeon, so... <laughs> yeah. And I think at that point, once you made the that point, it's it's obviously that, yeah, I think being the best surgeon ever in a B-ruled society is definitely definitely the best one even if being that surgeon means being a dog <laughs> being a dog I don't like yeah I don't know I, I have many more questions but I don't feel as though I will get the answers to them at this point so what do we all say I'm saying I'm saying I'll take a chance in the B world yeah yep yeah. fuck it I'm just gonna be an immortal in a treehouse fuck you so my would you rather question is <clears throat> from either.io or either.io and it is would you rather have a British accent or have an Australian accent so you all have British accents well this is really more of a question for you Yeah. I mean as an yeah. Irish person it's a tough one because British accent that's a very broad spectrum of accents I, I think it would come down to which accent says the word cunt the best and I think Australians say it really, really well. 
but so do Glaswegians and so do Cockneys. So, ugh, it's a tough one. I think. Wait, was it English or British? Well, it's British, so it's okay. Presumably, well, I mean, yeah, I don't. I think we can all do a fairly solid Australian accent, and I think like I'm willing to bet it, that we it, can. It, <laughs> I think it's quite a good accent, the Australian accent. Can you do an Australian accent, Lucemore? Yeah, mate, of course. That wasn't too bad. Very Not small sample size for judging your ability, but it wasn't bad. Well, you, you never let me come on the podcast as an Australian Russell Crowe, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always. You always bring that up. Every time. Um, I think when you're. I think if you have a British accent, people kind of assume you have a certain air of sophistication about you, and. I think that'd be beneficial to me because um, I think I'm very articulate, but people sometimes struggle to take me seriously because while I may be saying intelligent things, all they're hearing is fiddly dee potatoes. So uh, yeah, and sometimes you say tree instead of three. Yeah, if I could just not oh, do that. Down. Yeah, but you know what? You guys do it all the time, especially the southerners who are like, "Oh, free, free, free or four goals, mate!" Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Fucking don't come at me telling me that I'm saying your fucking language wrong. That you made me speak, by the way, and then fucking pronounce wow. it all wrong yourselves. It's the only thing I get tribalistic about. Not <clears throat> um, the RA. Well, look, they are a misunderstood band of freedom fighters whose message is <laughs> never quite relayed fairly by the media. That's nobody's fault. Um. Yeah, I'm going to say British. I, I do think British accent is bad. I mean, if we're going on, like, to get to do have a better life, I think the British accent... I mean, no one has an Australian accent. You go, you know what? When they first meet an Australian person, you go, they're really clever. I don't ever think of... <laughs> <laughs> There's more bodying an entire continent nation. <laughs> they're criminals, let's be fair. Just, just and what the fuck is a like... dingo? It's called a dog, idiots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's no surprise that, you know, a 75% British podcast would come to the consensus that, that uh, the British one is better. Uh, like, the Australian accent is magnificent, though. Like, it's glorious. It's just, yeah. I don't live in an area where I see it being as easily accessible as the British one, so I guess I'd go for that. Uh, and plus, plus azaleas from there, so you don't want to be associated with that. That's true, and like, also, if you had an Australian accent, you'd have to listen to like first-year college students constantly saying like, "Oh, do you know my friend? He lives in Australia," and he'd be like, "Yeah, good eye, mate." It would just be annoying. But the TV show Home and Away is from Australia. Yeah, that's and true. The UK has never produced a good soap, so I think I might have to go with the the nation that has Home and Away in it, because it's a great show. And uh, the first ten of my first loves all come from that show. So, there you have it. Nice. My girlfriend was once asking me, because like, whenever she mentions a celebrity and she's like, oh yeah, she's really good looking, I'm like, nah, don't really care about her. And one time she just got really annoyed and she was like, right, we're going to find out what kind of girls you think are hot. Like, name ten. And I literally named ten people from the cast of Home and Away. That's so, <laughs> uh, a uh, strong... What's worrying is that you can name ten people from Home and Away. They're the most yeah, beautiful right. people in the world, though. <laughs> they are, honestly. Like, they're fucking stunning. 
But, um, yeah, okay, I'm going to say British. <laughs> Wait, that's... I'm going to go with Australian. Ah, oh, nice. Oh, Aaron have, can really turn this. I have, I have good justification also. <laughs> what is it, then? I think having, like, just waking up the next day with an Australian accent takes me one step closer to being Steve Owen reincarnated and that is my dream. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 I can't fault that, to be honest. It shows a yeah. fundamental understanding of the concept of reincarnation, if nothing else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a man who died while I was 20. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> what do you think, Aaron? Um, I'm staying brave. I'm going to go Australian too then. We'll call it a tie. Which means the users decide. So hopefully one of the ten comments this episode will get says something about this question. <laughs> um, who has the next would you rather? I just did one. Yeah. Uh, would you rather fight Stevie Wonder but he has a sword or 40 10-year-old kids? <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, how trained is Stevie Wonder with a sword? Um, we'll, we'll say he knows how to use it, but... He's, he's, I mean, he's, he's good got... with his hands. He's yeah. sure he knows how to play piano, so he probably knows how to wield a sword. Even if he doesn't, a blind man, like, wildly... Swinging a sword. Yeah, yeah. that's a terrifying yeah. concept to be coming up one-on-one with, to be honest. Um, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, you would just you would just dropkick him... In the legs, and then curb stomp him when he's getting back up, wouldn't you? I mean, why? Uh, what's, what? Do, do we have to fight him? Or I mean, wasn't it Stevie? One like, didn't Stevie? Well, like, he's about peace, isn't he? Why is he fighting us with a sword? What did we do? <laughs> Maybe he's just practicing swinging a sword around, and you happen to walk into that vicinity. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I do think that my drop kick his legs and then curb stomp him on his way back up thing completely takes all the power out of his hands anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't really do that to forty children. I mean, you might be able to do it to maybe ten, but the other thirty are going to be like, ten. You know, was it? It was forty ten-year-olds. Four zero. Forty ten-year-olds. Like, yeah. do you know how much energy that is? Like, I get That's tired not... walking up the stairs and work. I, I'm, I, yeah. There's no fucking way would I. Yeah, I babysit. I being around my cousins, and they're like ten, and there's three of them. I mean, forty would be just mental. What were you I feel say? like I feel like I could justify being killed by a grown man with a sword better than I could by small children. So. <laughs> yeah, no, he's brought logic to this, and that does make a right sense. Also, you've been killed by Steve Wonder with a sword, not just a, a man. You know? Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's noble, that is. Like. Yeah, it's. But you're not going to have yep. to justify it to anyone. Like when you die. You don't walk up to the gates of heaven and Peter goes, Alright, explain yourself. <laughs> you, you don't be like, there was 40 of them. Yeah. You're like, well, he was singing. I just called to say I love you. He happened to have a sword. I walked in. I don't know what was happening. Welcome yeah. to heaven, sir. <laughs> well, I mean, like, having my family describing, like, telling telling everyone that I've died and then, you know, trying to have to explain that the, like, group of small children killed me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know personally if somebody said that to me I I would probably struggle to not laugh <laughs> I would find that so funny 
<laughs> there's there's no like uh, mature and good way to say that your family or friend or anyone you know is killed by 40 small children. <laughs> yeah. If my best friend was killed by 40 <laughs> children, I would still laugh so hard. I mean, are we are we talking like, I guess we're talking like a, like a pack of velociraptors. Are they like mauling you to death? Like how are they, like they're yeah, ripping they, you? Uh, they don't have teeth or anything, like. Oh, no, wait, they do. I haven't really been around many children. <laughs> How educated are they at ten? I don't fucking know. Have you I ever mean, watched? Uh, have are you smarter than a ten-year-old? No. Yeah, ten-year-olds are, ten are quite smart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's only because like that. But that's all. They don't shit need to be is, smart like, to kill you when there's forty of them. Yeah, that's true. No, they, they do though. Anything. They they need to not be able to fall for like simple tactics that you would use. You know, like say there's forty ten year olds, right? And I have, I don't, like a bag of gobstoppers, and they're all coming towards me. And I hold out the bag, and they start hovering towards the bag. And then you spin around, so they start running around in a circle, and then you just kick them out of the circle one by one. You know, forty kicks. That sounded like you were gonna get out of it without child abuse, but. Well, look, um, there's there's forty of them, and they're trying to kill me. So, child abuse or no child abuse, you know, shit's going down. That is a fair justification of child abuse. Um, oh well, how would you do it then? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Cause I'm big you wonder, but yeah, oh, right. I mean, the only the only thing I can think of is Anakin at the end of uh, fucking oh yeah, uh, the lights <laughs> where he just kills all the younglings. So that's what I'm going with. That yeah. is a great scene. That's probably my favorite scene in any movie ever. <laughs> when he kills all the young. When he fucking, like, fucking, you know, decapitates like 60 yeah. children. A, a man becomes so evil he kills children. <laughs> With a lightsaber, yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. Great. Um, I might say, nah, well, I think my tactic for beating Stevie Wonder is pretty much you know, flawless and brilliant. So I'd like to put it into place, but I wouldn't like to be the guy who kills Stevie Wonder because that's sort of taking something away from the world that I'm not sure we're in a position, like, I don't think we can afford to lose that right now, you mm. know? Mm. When we're so yeah. on the brink of chaos. Yeah, we're, we're in a real so delicate want to position. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you would go to prison for a very long time for killing a high-profile celebrity, you know? Yeah. Or you could just put a gun in his hand and let the police shoot him. Am I right, folks? Am I right? <laughs> oh! Hello. Sit down, the police. <clears throat> Political yeah. statement. Yeah, damn right. But, um... Yeah, We've I, had I... him support the IRA <laughs> and, and police brutality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, yeah, no, I'd rather be killed by Stevie Wonder with a sword. <laughs> I like how you've just chosen death. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, didn't the question just say fight? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, I mean... Well, this one's really lose. sad, guys. I definitely lose. <clears throat> I definitely lose. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, who is going next? 
I feel like I'm going to go with Stevie Wonder because there's only so much a blind man can do with a sword without either getting tired or just not knowing what to <laughs> do. I love this. That's a good point. You just he stand back. <laughs> you can't just keep spinning with that goddamn sword. Um, Alright, yeah. So, Stevie Wonder it is. Who has the next question? Uh, okay, I've got one. Excellent. Would you rather be only able to whisper everything or only able to shout everything? Oh, Jesus. Um, they're both equally as... Awful. Like, they, Restricting. They both hurt your voice in the same way, too, though. Oh, yeah. So it's a, it's a tough one. I mean, I feel like for the sake of my career, whispering would probably get me further. Like... There's just not a whole lot of room for obnoxious behavior and lack of decorum in anti-money laundering. So I think I'd probably have to say whisper. But it wouldn't make for great podcasts. I don't know. And everyone would just think you were talking about them all the time. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Which, to be fair, I am. But still... Yeah, probably, I don't know. Yeah, I'd probably have to say whispering, but it's such a tough choice. Why is this happening? <laughs> what do you think, Lucemore? I'll be honest, I uh, I don't know the question. I wasn't listening. <laughs> $75,000 a year I pay you to co-host yeah, this show. Jesus. Uh, the question was, uh, would you rather be able to only whisper or only shout everything? Mm, well, yeah, I mean, only whisper. I mean, if I if if you only shout everything, then you're like you're not too far off fucking Donald Trump, aren't you? So, um, you know, you can shout nice things. Yeah, but even when you shout nice things, people just think you're being aggressive, even in a nice way. You know, that's really true. Yeah, <clears throat> like. If someone walks past you and you shout at them, I like your t-shirt, that's definitely sarcasm and a lie. Exactly. You know? Yeah. You could very loudly explain the situation to them. <laughs> <laughs> but then, or equally, when you whisper something really threatening, it's even more threatening, you know? And I mean, you could whisper something fairly normal and it could sound like ten times more menacing just because you're whispering it. That's true, yeah. I like your like, t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, you that's literally... Fair. Do someone a favour, and it sounds awful. Yeah. I did this for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's a really hard one. It is, yeah. I I, I love the idea of loudly explaining the situation as you compliment (laughs) people. (laughs) Yeah, no, my friend made me choose between one or the other, but I really do think your hair is so nice. (laughs) Um, what does Aaron from Oxford think? Uh, after your um, example of what it would be like to whisper everything you say, I don't want that in my life. So <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go with shouting. I can't even imagine you shouting. Uh, I can't imagine you <laughs> shouting anything. <laughs> Give us a go. Shout something. Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't think so. <clears throat> Oxford or one nil up. Wow. The thing that he shouts chooses to be a vicious lie. <laughs> Marvin Johnson, 32nd minute. Can I go put money on the other team? Um, 
So what do you think, Impolite Skeptic? I've, I'm going to go with Shout. Really? Because, yeah, because, I mean, if everyone can hear what I'm saying anyway, and I can explain it to the people that actually matter, then it will eventually start to feel like, I, I'd hope anyway, somewhat of a non-issue. But if I'm whispering, then <laughs> I don't know, I just sound like a freak. Well, be... fact, no, one would, no one would even know what I was saying besides the person I'm speaking to, and that is worrying. But I'm imagining, like, you really, really wanted to go to this football game between Arsenal and Spurs, but the only tickets available are in the Spurs end. So you're there, surrounded by Spurs fans, and you're like, Well, these chaps are a bunch of cunts! <laughs> Or, you know, I think I nailed uh, your accent there, by the way. Perfect, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think, like, in that case, I'd have to just make the executive decision to not go because I love myself and I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of logic from this young man. It's interesting. What can I say? I'm here to make an impression. Um, <laughs> Lou ask us the next one. Okay. Uh... Would you rather run a crime syndicate of nuns or only be able to talk about your poop? Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough one. It's gotta be the crime syndicate of nuns, sure. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I see nothing wrong with that, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> I love crime. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, but I mean, it really depends if you're religious, doesn't it? I mean, obviously, if you're religious and you're manipulate, manipulating nuns into a life of crime, then that's probably not going to do you any favours, you know, once you die or in the eyes of God. But if you're not particularly religious, fuck the nuns and uh, talk about shit. That's not allowed. Yeah. I feel like it's just funny enough to get by without having to worry about that stuff. <laughs> just the idea of nuns doing bad things. <laughs> There's mm. a lot of comedic value. I, so I'm going for that. Definitely. I think that if you go for the nuns one, you're good because, like, no one wants to commit crimes because of the consequences that come as a result of committing the crimes. And if nuns are your fucking employees, they're probably not going to want to commit crimes because. They're nuns, and nuns notoriously hate crime. So I think if you're running that syndicate, you're not going to be able to get them to actually commit crimes, which is good for you. And also, you have the ability to run a syndicate of some kind. So yeah. you could put that to something else and not do it at all. <laughs> so my answer is neither. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would take the nuns one and just sort of pray... Yeah, see what I did there? That they don't do any of the crimes. Or else I would make them do, like, crimes that are... They're crimes, but only technically. Like, singing happy birthday in a group and things like that. That's not a crime. That's a... It's a copyright strike. I, it's That's different. But, you know, like, things that are... You know, like, jaywalking. I'd get all the nuns to jaywalk. <laughs> <laughs> you could create a society of jaywalking nuns. Yeah. And if they get run down, fuck it. Who needs this many nuns anyway? Jesus, it's not like we're going to run out with them anytime soon. So, yeah, um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to operate that non-crime syndicate. 
Yeah. I think that's the right answer. It is the only yeah. answer. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, so, I'll go with the next one. Um, that's a bad one, actually. Would you rather have your house burnt down by a fire-breathing dragon or have your house blown down by the big bad wolf? Uh, I mean, we're assuming that the dragons exist in the first version of that, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was my um, thinking too. But yeah. it, it's cool, but I mean, all your stuff would burn, and if a wolf blew your house down, then you could hopefully stuff restore might still be intact. The only sacrifice is the only sacrifice is that you don't get to see a dragon. But you know, I think <laughs> I'm willing to take that over. Losing all my, all of my things. <laughs> I have a tattoo yeah. of a dragon, so I can see one whenever I look down on my right arm. So, uh, yeah, but I mean, the I mean, assuming what damage does the big bad wolf want to do to your property? I mean, why is he blowing it down? Well, historically, <laughs> yeah, traditionally, the big bad wolf blows your house down as a means of removing the shelter from around you so that he can feast on your carcass. Yeah. So So you're dead then, aren't you? Whereas the dragon isn't doing it to kill you, is he? He might just be doing it. Yeah, I don't think dragons eat humans. I think they eat, you know, cacti and grass and stuff. <laughs> Isn't that right? Cacti. <laughs> yes. Cacti. Yeah. Well, they're the only animal that I can imagine that could eat cacti because they have fire to deal with the, you know, the, the prickly things on them. So That's a good point. Mm, yeah. It's a difficult question. I mean, both questions assume the existence of a force that will fuck your life up. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think I'm more comfortable with the idea of dragons existing than wolves with the f Very strong lungs. Yeah, but also just the size to be able to house those lungs. Like, you're talking mm. big, big wolves. Mm. Uh, like, bigger than, like, a bear, probably. Yeah. So, I don't I mean, know. enough to have yeah. I'd go for the. I'd go for the dragon. Fuck the wolf. Yeah, That's I think crazy. the dragon, too. Like, you might be able to get a selfie with it, or... Yeah. Something. Before or after it burns your house down. Well, after... I mean, he'll only have to apologise. It was probably an accident. There'll be, like, a news story. He'll do a little selfie with the dragon. You'll be the cool dragon guy who had his house burned down by a dragon. That's cool. Yeah, the dragon I mean, just it's a big bad wolf. It's not his fault. Yeah. Whichever one makes the better headline, then. <laughs> Which would be the dragon. Yeah, I guess so. I, I think society would react with a lot more awe if it found out about the existence of dragons rather than the existence of a wolf that's slightly bigger <coughs> what we have come to know, you know? Yeah. Okay, I think... Yeah, I think I'll go with the dragon in the end. Yeah, it's gotta be the dragon. Um, so, next question. Uh, is, is this me? I think so. Um, alright, let's go. Alright, uh, would you rather legally change your last name to Hitler and everyone in the world knows about it? Or become a grapefruit? 
my grapefruit is going to be eaten or just an existing grapefruit or yeah um, i mean it will exist it may get eaten at some point how i don't long? know what the lifespan of grapefruits are um oh, no yeah grapefruits but would i still have up. my experiences and my intelligence as a grapefruit <laughs> Or would I just become a regular grapefruit? Yeah, does your consciousness transfer? Yeah. Uh, I feel like that'd be like the craziest existential <laughs> crisis ever. I think you would wish really hard for suicide, but you would be a grapefruit. <laughs> you know, how does a yeah. grapefruit kill itself? To be eaten. Alright, yeah, so you're conscious, but all you know is that you used to be a person and now you are a grapefruit. Mm, that's a tough one. Yeah. I think I've got to be Hitler on this one. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be people in the world that are already like have the last name Hitler, so... Maybe it's just... Maybe you are marry you a man with the last name, name Hitler. Or you're not, you're not allowed to change your name from Hitler. Like, the punishment is that you've, you're, you're proud to be a Hitler, but you yeah. get, like, spat on when you walk down the street. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I feel like if if I were Hitler, like I don't think society would be too mad about the fact that there's a Hitler in the world because they're already taking that anger out on Donald Trump. So like, I don't really need yeah. to sort of do anything there. Like I don't I, I don't know. I feel like Ireland is very inconsequential when it comes to world news. I, think people would just be like, ah, he probably got drunk and changed his name by deed poll or whatever, lost a bet, something like that. I, mm. I, I don't know. I do think you'd be fucking savage. Like, you would you would be feasted on, on the internet for... Yeah. Like, if you mm. take a selfie outside Auschwitz, that's it. You're never getting a job again because people will call <laughs> your employers and tell them that you're scum and stuff like that. So if you change your name to Hitler, that will probably happen too. But you'll probably still have a better career than you would if you were a grapefruit. So Yeah, you'll struggle to get a job as a grapefruit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's something that I truly believe. I'm going to go with the Hitler thing. It's the only way that I can sustain some level of a, you know, stimulated existence, I suppose. I think I might become the grapefruit in the hope that maybe afterwards that I've become the grapefruit with all my experiences and, and stuff that maybe they, they come up with a reversal technique so I can come back to being a human again maybe um, but you would have a pretty short lifespan as a grapefruit yeah, yeah but after you die you might come back as Steve Irwin that's true oh my goodness how can you that come back as someone that's dead <laughs> <laughs> when you come um, back as him, are you in the ground? <laughs> come back as the stingray, <laughs> a, a conscious Steve Irwin, but dead. That Which, sounds so appetizing. Steve Irwin, the dead. <laughs> At least you can be the crocodile hunter. Yeah, that's true. But I think I'm going to go with the grapefruit. <laughs> really? Because I feel like my life would just be ruined if I changed my name to Hitler and it became 
public news. Yeah, but if you're a grapefruit, your life's going to be smooth sailing. Yeah. No, no. Uh, my logic is that if I'm the grapefruit, my life is ruined. And if I'm Hitler, my life is ruined. But I would have to live through or kill myself as this person who is named Hitler. Or I could just die as a existentially troubled grapefruit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll allow it. <clears throat> I mean... As far as we know, no one has ever gone from just being a person to becoming a grapefruit. So, you would be the first, possibly. Yeah. So that's something. I could die with that under my belt. I'm sure that nobody would dispute that as a fact. I'm sure that the scientific (laughs) community would be like, yep, that's what what happened. (laughs) It was pretty fucked up, but he changed into a fruit. Can you prove it? Nope. Ah. It just happened then. What did what did Lucemore say? Uh, I'm going to go with the grapefruit. Wow. I'm, I feel terrible because I'm the only one that's like, yep, I'll be Hitler. No, I think I'm going to be the Hitler person as well. Oh, now I feel even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm going to stick with Hitler. Jesus, there's a sentence I never thought I'd say. <laughs> Podcasting 101. Do you ever fear about the amount of things that... The amount of, like, out-of-context things people could take from you and use it to make a video of you using lots of hate speech and stuff? It's fucking horrible. Especially in this post-truth world. Um, Who goes next? I think it's me. Right. Would you rather constantly find a hundred pounds on the floor, or always find Star Wars figures that are worth a hundred pounds? Oh man, it's definitely what? the Star Wars figures one. Yeah. Yeah, but then you, you, I wouldn't sell them, so I wouldn't be getting but any richer. You're constantly finding. You're finding them over and over again. Yeah. As someone who doesn't have a bank account, it's quite difficult to buy everything in the world that you will ever need in cash. Like, I think I'd struggle to buy, like, a house in cash. <laughs> How do you know yeah, but you can just get, you can just get a bank account. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. I, don't, I don't think, like, a premise of this question bars you from creating a bank account. Bank account. So <laughs> I, think, I think you'll be fine. I like that he's adding stipulations so there's something is, that isn't there. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could just what? get a bank account. <laughs> oh god. I might, I might rather find constantly find a hundred pound on the floor though, and then if I wanted Star Wars figures, I could buy them. I don't know. Yeah, but, but there's only going to be so many Star Wars figures in the world if you're the source of them constantly being created. You control the market. Yeah, you yeah. could monopolise Star Wars figures. Yeah, they'll end up being worth a lot more than £100, maybe. Oh, isn't that the fucking dream? To monopolise Star Wars figures? Ah, uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, you would be like a nerd god. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That I'm genuinely sad that I'm not going to find Star Wars figures everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I bet. Imagine if Star- imagine if Star Wars figures were like chewing gum on the floor. That'd be amazing. 
Yeah, they'd be all chewed up, having been in other people's mouths and impossible to take up off the ground. (laughs) Not in that. (laughs) Isn't that the dream? (laughs) But yeah, it would be amazing to just see so many. Like, even just the way that that would actually intellectually stimulate you, like, you'd, you'd find one while you're at the bus stop, and then when you're on the bus, you'd be trying to figure out who he is. You'd be like... Oh, is this that guy? Oh, it'd be like living in a world of Pokemon, but for Star Wars figures. Yeah, which is like yeah. which is like Pokemon, but good. Yeah, exactly. It would be so good. The slogan uh, would be like, pick them all up off the ground rather than catch them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is the way I live my life now, except instead <laughs> of Star Wars figures, it's dinner. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I um, have, yeah, I definitely have to say the Star Wars figures thing. Yeah, I think Star Wars at this point. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, Aaron, I, if, I, if I can get a bank account, then I'm going money. But <laughs> I mean, you can get a bank. You know, you absolutely can get a bank account. Yeah, so you're oh, going money. Money then. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> if I can get a bank account. Oh, I mean, would there be any reason you right now can't get a bank account? Then, then I'd, only you know that. I mean, can you? I mean, if you was to go to the bank, would you be granted a bank account? Probably. <laughs> that, that's my job. Uh, I deal in anti-money laundering, and I vet uh, customers when they want to open a new bank account. So, if you want, you can DM me your details, and I will pretend to have read them and tell you that you can make a bank account. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what I do in my job now. Nah, just kidding. I do a great job. An upstanding job. Um, um, I feel like, Impolite Skeptic, it's your turn. Yes. Would you rather not be able to use your hands or not be able to walk? Uh, It's got to be not be able to walk. Yep. Need to play video games. (laughs) That is literally all that matters. I mean, not being able to walk would be a large hindrance. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Not video games. I don't know. Like, did you hear how on board I was with the giant treehouse thing? <laughs> I, <laughs> if if I have a sturdy internet connection and the amount of music that I currently have on my hard drive and Age of Empires 2 HD, then I am pretty much set for. 45 years before I will ever get bored of that, I think. So, I'm gonna go with the, uh... What was the question again? I just keep thinking about Age of Empires 2. Oh yeah, the <laughs> the hands thing. I would have the hands be working, and I would not be able to walk. I feel like having, like, a wheelchair is just, like, convenient. Okay. I, mean, I, don't a... I don't know whether I'd rather have like prosthetic, cool metal hands or like prosthetic legs. That's what I'm really thinking, as opposed to the other. Yeah, know? I'd like to have really cool legs that help me to run, but I don't want to shoot my wife when she goes to the yeah. bathroom at night. Oh, so... <laughs> it's a tough one. Yeah. yeah. Although the question wasn't have no legs it was not be able to walk That's yeah right. so if you can't walk then that, you'd struggle to get out of bed and shoot his wife 
Maybe we should just like remove Pistorius's prosthetic legs. Maybe it just means that you can't walk, but you can do everything else that is leg related, like (laughs) run. run. (laughs) That would be amazing. Then, then it would be an easy. Although, in fairness, I would literally rather get hit by a car than run to avoid being hit by the car. Like that's how that's how opposed to running I am. So. like, if I cross a busy road and a car beeps, like, I'm not going to up the pace in any way. If anything, the beep is just confirmation that they see me and they're going to slow down. So, uh, I don't do that at all. So, yeah. I'm sticking with my answer for the exact same reason. <laughs> I don't even need the functionality. So, what we got, what we're so far, we're pro IRA, but anti-running. <laughs> that's, that's, the, right. that's the midnight hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to run to be able to plan... Oh, God, I'm not even going to... <laughs> yeah, don't finish that sentence. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the... Uh, I'd rather I'd rather have my hands. Yeah. What about you, impolite sceptic? Yeah, I think I'm going to have to keep the working hands... Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, I, I just, I can't imagine a world where I'd be like, oh, I'll play football manager. Nope. I mean, you could use your face. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> For football manager, at least, you know, it's not very intricate in terms of controls. Just, oh, I'm going to pick my team. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, you could be like the first very skilled face user. That would me, be yeah. that would be good, yeah. But you wouldn't even be able to count your money. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I'd be so rich that I'd have someone to do that for me. Yeah, I guess. Mm. But I mean, I'm just keeping the that is hypothetical. I do want working hands. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah, it's the best answer. Um, would you rather always know the worst thing about someone upon first meeting, or have your emotions constantly summarized by a child? <laughs> and for context, I think what that means is, like the child follows you around. Well, you, not only that, but like you come home after one of those horrible days, and like your heart is beating so hard from the anxiety that you've taught yourself into, wondering how you're gonna get out of your dead end of a life. And you go to like turn on your computer, and it doesn't work properly, and you kick it, and then you sit down, and some fucking kid points <laughs> at you and says, "You're sad." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I think I would rather know the fr- the worst thing about someone on first meeting because yeah. that's just yeah. the most glorious. Even like as a security thing, like that's yeah good. But I feel like uh, having that child do that all the time would just trivialize these things to the point that they barely bother me. Eventually, <laughs> yeah. I would just become unconcerned. But like, if you were like really falling for a girl or something. And you were constantly thinking about how infatuated and obsessed you were. That kid would be like, "You love a girl. You're gay." <laughs> <laughs> um, 
it's it's great to know the worst thing about anyone that you meet for the first time because it just yeah. immediately rules them in or out. Like, you know, you're meeting someone for the first time, you're like, wow, this person recently changed their name to Hitler forever? No way. You know, I feel like it just makes you very sad in terms of the prospects of humanity if you just knew the worst thing about everyone. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, just yawned on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Best one yet. Um, I don't even know the worst thing about myself. So, like, I'm trying to think how bad the worst thing about another person could be, and I, I, I'd say most of the time it's it's rarely going to verge into like is it is it the worst thing about someone in terms of if a person is like. I don't know, they think about murdering people all the time. Do yeah, I know like that the last that's... thing the person would want you to know about them? Mm. But, I don't know. Yeah, no, I'd still rather know that. I just think that it would give me an enormous sense of self-satisfaction as well. Like, it would really boost my self-worth. Like, well, this person doesn't matter. They think Nickelback's second album was actually underrated, so... No well, yeah, I don't see how that's a hindrance. Like, surely being able to know more things about a person. Have you ever had your faith in somebody shattered by something horrible that they've done? Or like yeah. something that you just figured out about them that has completely tainted the way you look at them? It's actually a really horrible and dismaying type of feeling. Mm. Happened to me recently. Found out that uh, one of my like former managers... Uh, in the job I'm at now is a massive, massive, massive creep. And, like, I used to think he was a really nice guy, and now I realize that he's just a huge creep. And it's sort of really weird. And, like, I think if you had... If you have someone who you think is a really nice person, there's probably something shady about them. And to see that, like, characterized in one specific thing, I think it'd be quite a blow if that happens to you 10 or 15 times, you know? Yeah. But, you never really know like, everything about someone. Uh, your emotions constantly summarised by a child. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, thinking about that, that'd get funny. <laughs> going on. Also, I think... after, after a while, the child would grow up and become an adult, and it would be weird. Unless it's a new child every time. <laughs> yeah, oh, just... God. Several small children. 40 yeah. of them. Maybe this is connected to the 40. 40. The 40 from the 40. This is why they want to kill you. Kill you. <laughs> They're sick of you thinking all the time. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I guess you're just going to have to know the worst things. Like, I, I think, if anything, it would help you grow as a person, though, right? Because you would learn that some people can think bad things, but they can still be really good people. And there's people that you disagree with, but, you know, they can still be, like, I don't know. Like, it, it's... Sometimes it's really, really good to open your mind to people who think on the other side to how you think and sort of learn that actually there's a lot of middle ground there and like you're perfectly capable of behaving like rational human beings despite things that you dislike about each other. And I yeah. think that would probably happen to you here and it could be a really good bit of like character development or something like that. I still think the ability to summon a child whenever you feel an emotion is... Sort of. I'm not gonna say worth more than that, but I don't think you're summoning a child. Yeah, I don't you're think you're not like you're not like a wizard, and you're just a child just appear. A puff of smoke happens, and then a child appears. I don't think that's how it is. 
Well, it wouldn't really be an ability because you'd have to have control of your over your emotions to make it an ability, if you know what I mean. And we yeah. don't control our emotions at all. Yeah. Like, literally, imagine someone died and you're in a room mourning with people who are sad because someone died and a small child. <laughs> <laughs> you're not sure how sad you are because you thought that he was kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an Sorry. interesting concept, though. <laughs> but, nah. I, 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 think, I think it's got to be the first one. Yeah, same. Um, who's next? Aaron, I think. Uh, oh, the rest of these and shit. Um, right. Okay. Um, listen to a Taylor Swift song once. Fuck. Or. Uh, what, where was it? Uh, step on a snail. Well, I have. I've done both. I have two of her albums on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie, that's a lie. I only have one. But it's the it's the deluxe edition. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I would rather listen to a Taylor Swift song because she's got some fucking tunes. Yeah. I mean, like, she's probably a terrible human being. Yeah. But yeah. She's, got, she's got some bangers and the snail probably doesn't deserve to die. Yeah, yeah. assuming he hasn't done anything bad, he may have done something bad. Would you rather but, step on a know. Taylor Swift once or listen to a snail song? Better step well, on Taylor Swift. Step. step on Taylor Swift. Yeah. yeah, exactly. This is for Kim Kardashian, you bitch. <laughs> that's that's one of the highlights of 2016 is Kim Kardashian bodying Taylor Swift, <laughs> just completely <laughs> fucking wrecking her in one moment of genius. In an otherwise shitty year, that's, that's yeah. the one I uh, I'm telling you, I'm not yeah. looking forward to the best of 2016 episode. Yeah. <laughs> Very few good things have happened this year. But uh, yeah, that was a really that was a really straightforward <laughs> one, yeah. I think. Should I go on to the next one? Yeah. Uh, would you rather age one year every time you sneeze or repeat? primary school as an adult oh jesus oh my god um the I'm other not even night... an adult yet am I void from this <laughs> uh... stop reminding me of your age <laughs> makes me feel terrible um I, I had a sneezing fit the other night and I think I sneezed about 25 times yep. <laughs> so if that <laughs> I would be like literally nearly dead if uh no, I would actually be dead if I took the first one, so I'm going to have to go back to primary school and show those stupid fuckers how it's done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I... Yeah, I mean, like if you long. sneeze, you got to sneeze at least 50, 60 times. <laughs> but, what is wrong with you? What condition do you have? <laughs> no, I mean, like, in a year, I'm about okay. to say, right? so you would be dead after a year. <laughs> I mean, you sneeze twenty-five times in a day, so I'm not entirely sure. It was, yeah. it was, it was one time. It's the only time I've ever had a sneezing fit. Right. But yeah. But I mean, even over the course of like a cold of three days, you could, you'd probably be dead. Yeah. Whereas I don't think repeating primary school in its entirety as an adult would be 
difficult. It would be really, um, really annoying it, because you would yeah. learn that everything that they learn is fake. Yeah, it's true. Um, you would probably age just through the stress. Yeah. Yeah. Of each day of primary school. Primary school is about the least stressful thing that's ever existed, surely. Yeah, no, but it's I stressful. Mean, it's not stressful as yeah. It's not stressful as a child. It's it would be stressful as an adult. I mean, it's more tailored to people aged in eleven and under or whatever it is yeah. than it is for us in our. That's a bold claim. What makes you say that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Learning information targeted for a four-year-old as a four-year-old. Are you sure? I mean, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was just trying to outline the point that it would be pretty <laughs> fucking annoying to sit there <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, no, it would be the absolute worst. Um, <laughs> but it would be better than aging, like, more than anyone that you know. I mean, you have a... Like, it, it's just gone, you know, the whole dark really early in the evening time and this is when a bug goes around the office everyone has a cold all the time you sneeze all like like winter would kill you and that's very medieval I, I don't know that I like that I think I'd rather be killed by the stress of being more intelligent than a bunch of subhuman is the only word I can think of to describe children whereas <laughs> maybe, maybe this is why the, the, the primary school classes four, of 40 of them are now killing you <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> yeah, but I would rather that than die of old age, I think. Yeah. I mean, when I was in primary school, I knew someone that could sneeze on command. So, if that doesn't answer your question, then I have nothing. <laughs> that uh, does not answer the question <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. Was that a would you rather question? Because you have nothing. I don't know. You just said an anecdote and then <laughs> acted as if you had solved a problem. <laughs> I remember, uh, I think it was on like the Weird Facts episode or something, and Jack Brown was like, I can sneeze whenever I want. And I was like, go ahead and sneeze. He was like, no, I can't do it whenever I want. <laughs> what a man. Um... But yeah, the answer is obvious, right? It's the it's the primary school one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's definitely the right answer. Yeah. Um, is it me next? Who's next? I think so. Maybe. Not even sure. I'll just go. Would you rather be in a buddy cop comedy with Donald Trump, or have to let a family of spiders live in your ear, or get bit by a squirrel snake? Define squirrel snake. It's, well, I mean, I imagine it's a half squirrel, half snake. Yeah, it's it's it, it is a Errol. snake for all intents and purposes, but it has the maneuverability and aerodynamics of a squirrel. So it is basically a snake that will fuck your life up if it has any reason to do so. Yeah, I mean, I, doing the body cop movie with Donald Trump. I mean... That's going to bring you fame and fortune and everything that yeah. goes with that. As much as he's, like, he's a horrible piece of shit, <laughs> like, you, you might come to, like, understand his ways and, like, befriend him on the set. And, you know, I mean, life wouldn't be too bad. You know, he's very rich. Mm. You know? 
You know what? It, it, it would be like the worst career move you could do because mm. there is no way the movie would be any good. And no. you would also be that guy who attempted to legitimize Donald Trump on screen. Yeah, which sure. Would be, which would be really bad. But if the payday is good enough, I'll do it. Yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you get a lot of money from it, there's no, no reason not to. Yeah, and there's no money involved with the giant squirrel snake. But wait, yeah. what are you going to do with the money when you can't put it in a bank account? Cause you don't <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, shit. <laughs> you, you wait, can I not have a bank account with this one? No. Oh, no. Oh, no. You've been denied. <clears throat> yeah, I'm still yeah. going to go for the... I, I just... I'm very, very fascinated by Donald Trump. I think he's one of the worst people, but it really fascinates me that he's so lacking self-awareness. Like, he just has no idea. Like, if you look at his last 25 tweets... They all tag the New York Times and give them a big fuck you. It's just so... Like, there's something manically wrong with him in every way possible. And I would love to observe that up close. Although I accept that it would be an exhausting experience. But it would have to be done. And also, there'd probably be a good payday in it. And I don't really want to let a family of spiders live in my ear. And I definitely don't want to get bitten by some mutant fucking marsupial snake either so although so, like letting a family yeah, yeah, yeah. of spiders live in your ear sounds kind of nice it like does. as though you're like <laughs> oh we're letting the family of spiders they're homeless they haven't got a house anymore they've been kicked out money's tight and I'm letting the family of spiders live in my ear which <clears> is kind of nice I mean but again there's no money involved yeah unless they're, unless they're paying rent for the space in my ear <laughs> Or you could have pay and you to keep him alive. You could have an exclusive documentary about the man who has spiders in his ear. Yeah, the man who let the family of spiders live in his ear. Yeah, catchy title. I will give it that. Yeah, it's something that definitely Channel Five would pick up. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah, there's yes. a payday to be had there, but you know there is. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's not, not as it's, yeah. it's, it's not as immediate or as like. Yeah, that's a payday you have to go out and seek. Yeah, it's like they're selling the um. Star Wars things, it's like, I can't be asked. Well, you wouldn't need to with the Star Wars things. The money would come to you. Like, Yeah, you'd be you'd be the guy picking up Star Wars toys off the ground. Yeah. <clears throat> People would be like, how does he do it? And you'd be like, yeah. well, I see them, and then I pick them up. <laughs> it's a two-step process. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got to be the Trump thing, surely. Yeah, the money one. Yeah, I'm going with the, I'm going with the family of spiders. I think it's a good deed. You know, I'm let, letting the family live there. I let nice. a family of spiders live in my bedroom. I think that's enough. <coughs> I think I've done enough for the spider community at this point. Yeah. Um. So, who has the next? Would you rather scenario? Okay, I got one. Would you rather be extremely disgustingly hairy? <laughs> Or just not have a single hair on your body. Oh anywhere. god, no! It's the two worst things. <laughs> I mean, as a fairly hairy person already, like I'm gonna go with the hair because I mean it would be weird not to have like eyebrows. 
Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you're so hairy that you are just repulsive. Is it like gorilla levels? Like, yeah. You look like a human manifestation of a gorilla. But then you could just pretend to be a gorilla and you'd be fine. Um. We already <laughs> have a human manifestation of a gorilla, and his name is Wayne Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I think if you have no hair, you could have lots of fun with different types of wigs. <clears throat> <laughs> Do they have yeah, eyebrow wigs? Uh, you could draw them on. Tattoo them on. Yeah, tattoo them on. That's a good one. Sellotape. Super glue. Implants. Yeah. Fake, fake moustaches above my Staple arms. them on. Yeah, shaving shaving would become arduous after a while, I think. Shaving is already fucking arduous. People yeah, are always like, "Oh man, you've got a you've got a cool beard," and I'm like, "This isn't a beard, pal. This is laziness. I yeah. cannot be fucking bothered to shave. It is the biggest fucking hindrance to the advancement of civilization. <laughs> that fucking half an hour that it takes to do it right." Bullshit. Don't get old, kids. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. So, uh, sounded like you want to be completely bold. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, but I, I, like, I'm not really very hairy anyway. Like, I have a beard and I have lots of hair on my head, but I'm fairly, like, I'm blonde naturally, so... Like, even the hair that I do have, you can't really see. Like, But I, in masses, if you had a, a lot of blonde hair, you know. <laughs> I think that'd look weird as fuck. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You'd probably look like some strange... Become a hayfield. You could just dress in black and you would look like a pint of Guinness. It would be too <laughs> weird. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to go with the hairless one because you can like manufacture hair. You know, you, you can at least elude or like emanate the appearance of a person with hair. I just don't think that. I think. I mean, you could just shave if you were the hairy guy, but having to do that every day would make me, you know, burn mm. myself alive. So. And you could get a lot of. Hair removal surgery. <laughs> yeah, but again. Stress. Yeah, I mean that's not been ruled out, is it? So. No. I mean, now the only thing that's been ruled out just... so far is that you have a bank account. Yeah. Yeah. Not not this one as well. <laughs> yeah. Do you you actually can't pay for the hair removal <laughs> yeah. because you don't have money. You have to do it in cash. You have to do it in cash. Yeah. Which yeah. you do have a lot of, because you're constantly finding a hundred pound on the floor. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, are these cumulative? <laughs> yeah, they're now. <laughs> continuous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm now a person who has killed Stevie Wonder because he was <laughs> swinging a sword at me, and done a lot of other things. <laughs> and then turned into a grape. Anyone who picked the treehouse, nothing else matters now. Yep, you fucked up. I'm so disappointed I didn't pick the treehouse one. I could be <laughs> sitting there with high-speed internet in the best, most amazing treehouse of all time. And you'd be completely bold. <laughs> 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 oh, 
I don't uh, know why, but it's so much funnier to imagine <laughs> the person in the treehouse being really bald. <laughs> <laughs> it just... I think the juxtaposition of a a hairless person <laughs> surrounded by nature all the time is hilarious. Yeah. What would have made fighting Stevie Wonder harder? No hands or inability to walk? Um, oh. I mean, you could just fucking nut him if you didn't have any hands. <laughs> yeah. I'd just really silently kill him without working legs. Hmm. Or just crawl around the floor using my upper body strength. Yeah, that would work. You think the treehouse? He's in the treehouse with me. <laughs> I hope not. Well, yeah, but if you're in the treehouse, you're immortal. So you, he'd try and kill you if he wants. It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> if you're in the treehouse, you would just open the door and wait for him. Just wait for him to fall out. Head. Like, yeah, he would be swinging mm. that sword around and. But I mean, would it still really hurt if he stabbed me with that sword despite my immortality? You have to live with the. Like, I mean, that's a better question. I mean, I don't know. Well, no, <laughs> true. I forgot you were immortal in that one. <laughs> yeah, if he continues to age and you don't, <laughs> yeah, it would just like. What, what, what if I sneeze a few times and then die, or I have to go to primary school but I can't because I'm stuck? <laughs> yeah, you can't leave the treehouse. Yeah. Can you imagine the principal of a primary school standing at the bottom of your treehouse telling you to come to school? I'd just be I'd up there like, yeah. I'd, I'd be up there like, no, the other kids will make fun of me. I have no hair, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really old. <laughs> I've been in this treehouse for three hundred years. <laughs> the kids won't forgive me. They're all in my treehouse dead. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's... I still I don't have a bank account. <laughs> yeah, we're wandering around with fucking Star Wars toys and you still haven't got bank accounts. Well, I mean, we kind of digressed from the whole being really hairy or completely mm. hairless <laughs> questions. So. I think I've I think I've made the right choice. And everyone else is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be hairy. I'm already hairy anyway. I can deal with it. It's alright. Yeah. I, th I think I'd rather just have no hair. I shaved all my hair off like two months ago and got bullied for it at school, so um, I'm going to have lots of hair. Fuck the bullies. But you're at the age where you haven't actually grown any hair yet. so <laughs> I am still a fetus. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is correct. Yeah. <laughs> How else do you explain you not having a bank, bank account? account. <laughs> <laughs> Headline, only unborn children do not have bank accounts. Absolutely, this is a fact. Um, who, who asked that one? Uh, it was me. Who goes next? Someone who is not me, I assume. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have Mr. T's head on top of yours and embarrass you when you talk to the opposite sex or have <laughs> severe, untreated clinical depression? Oh, <laughs> you know what? You know what? I think uh, having Mr. T there doing that would give me severe, untreatable clinical <laughs> depression. It doesn't I mean, say... You can't. It doesn't say untreatable. It just says untreated. So it's oh, untreated. Okay. Treated, treated. 
See, if I had Mr. T, that I would have untreatable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless I was able to get rid of him. So what? So you are you'd going have to, up to people? You know, you like, and he's just there going, I ain't going on a plane. And then yeah. what happens? Yeah. <clears throat> but like, if you were talking to the opposite sex, and then he's just like, "Quit your plane, fool! You ain't hurt." <laughs> Get some nuts, or quit your jibber jabber, or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, if with Mr. T's head on top of yours, you charge headfirst at a sword-wielding Stevie Wonder, he might cut that head off. Yeah. And you are free yeah. of him. That's true. But what if what if I'm stuck in the treehouse? <laughs> I'm warming to the treehouse. Yeah. I feel like being in the treehouse would just mean I'd avoid having to face any of these other would you rather's. <laughs> Whoever picked the treehouse one had the right to leave the call there and then. Yep. <laughs> I think it was only me. You idiots <laughs> in the world. I really it's wanted to. People to say. Well, to be honest, as far as I'm concerned, I'm still winning being the dog who is also an incredible surgeon among <laughs> fellow dogs. Yeah. And that gives me science GCSEs. Oh, God. Is that the only thing you have to worry about in life? <laughs> I don't have a bank account, so what am I meant to do? <laughs> Yeah, science GCSEs are the way to getting a bank account, that's true. <laughs> I mean, they are kind of like indirectly linked in some way. Yeah, I would imagine so. Um, I can't remember what the question... Oh, yeah, no, I'd rather have the severe untreated clinical depression because, to be honest, after this podcast, I kind of already have that. No, just kidding. Um, because it's treatable. And being a mutant with... Who is afraid of flying on your head? I nah, couldn't be dealing with that. It's got to be the the depression. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely the depression. Lewis, more. What do you have to say? I mean, I think after a while, I'd come to really appreciate Mister T. Um, <laughs> I, I could work with him. You know, I mean, at first it'd be annoying as fuck, um, but. I think after a while I could work with them and we'd become a team. And not not maybe you could always call us the the A team or something. Um so. It's very dependent on the intentions of Mr. T. That is true. I don't know whether I can control him with his head just appearing on top of my head. Like where's his body? I don't know where that is. Um Yeah. I think it would be really good to do the um uh, Mr. T on your head thing just to for once and for all kill the cliche that two heads are better than one because I think that would definitively prove that that is in fact a lie yeah and it's actually it's hindering your chances of any good life mate yeah that's alright yeah true yeah I mean if I got ridiculed for coming into school with less hair than previously I don't know how people would react to me having another head on top of mine <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like it, that at might be worse at least it's a famous person I mean you're like, you know <laughs> yeah Mr. T. It's also it a powerful probably, head. Probably like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyone have any more? Um. I have one. Would you rather eat an entire Christmas tree, or <laughs> have all of your children have Jim Carrey's face from The Grinch tattooed on their chest? Oh my God. What was you, the first option? You only, have to eat, you only have to eat one Christmas tree? An entire Christmas tree. 
How just one entire Christmas tree. Um, it is. Is that? It's a real one, so there. It's it's big, like it's six foot easily. Okay. Yeah. How long do you have to? Can you eat it over like an extended period of time, like your entire life? No. Yeah. You have to finish you it have die, or... Sitting. That's pretty. It, it goes yeah. up on the sixth of December. You have nineteen days to eat it all. No, it's got to be there for Christmas. Yeah, it's going to be there on Christmas Day. Then it goes away. No, but isn't if you if you if you've eaten away like ninety something percent of it by Christmas Day? Yeah, well, at least at least there's something left for the presents to be under, and then you know once you <coughs> open the present, then you eat the rest of the tree, and then vomit the tree all over the presents. Yeah. <laughs> Vomit the tree all over the children with the Grinch tattooed on the chin. <laughs> well, then you'll have done both. <laughs> Why would you have done that? That's crazy. Um, yeah, I don't want the children. One. I don't want to subject them to tattoos of Jim Carrey's face as the Grinch. I mean, that's. Yeah, if it was Ace Ventura, it'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> but this is too much. Wait, which children? Are these your own children or? Yes. Yeah. Point. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, for fuck's My children. <laughs> he got so angry. <laughs> that ruins everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'd take it if it was Jim Carrey's face from Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, because yeah. like, that's just his face, you know. I mean, that's nice. I'm just you never can pass that off as being your face. Just, just don't have children, then you don't have to bother with this. I'm assuming they've already like existed. Ugh. It's only I get, are you not, you're not, you're not purposely having children, starting a life with someone having children, to the for the purpose of putting Jim Carrey's face on their chest. Are they born with it on their chest, or do you force them to do it? You force <laughs> them to do it. Ah, yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> What if the Christmas tree, uh, what, what if the tree house was on top of the Christmas tree? That was the tree it was connected to. What then? You still got to eat it all. Yeah. You can't leave. You can't leave the <laughs> tree house. Yeah, but at least what is immune? Let's say you're on top of it. You just you lean out the door. You take a bite. The tree house goes down a little bit, a little bit more every day. You eat everything underneath it, and you're done. Yeah, but then it's just a it's house. No longer a treehouse. Yeah, but it, this is a treehouse with the ability to transport to other places. Remember, or as Lucemore uh, called it, a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So, I would go with. I would just go with eating the Christmas tree. I mean, we eat plants all the fucking time. I mean, that can't be that hard. I mean, the, your children are just gonna go off and join some weird. 40 child strong cult that tries to murder a man at some point anyway so <laughs> you gotta learn to say goodbye to them I'll just garnish my Christmas dinner with pieces of Christmas tree <laughs> <laughs> bet that wouldn't be too bad oh, I hate trees I hate eating <laughs> trees I don't even eat broccoli and that's basically the same thing as eating an actual tree so yeah yeah, I don't have time for any of that. Um, will we do one final one? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else has to do it, though, because okay, I've closed I'll, the I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Would you rather be forced to lick the bottom of your shoe once every 15 minutes or lose a finger every time you use the letter V? Ah, oh, Jesus. 
Fuck. But you use the letter V, isn't like when you say a word that has the letter V in it? That would be the... Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times you're just using the letter V in a sentence. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise you can only you can only say it so many times and then it, that loses all meaning. Yeah. I mean, also... You I only have so many fingers. Yeah. I think after a while of losing a couple of fingers, you would get wise and just not use words with V in. Yeah. I, I think. But, I mean, you would have to, unfortunately, go through the process of... Knowing what letter yeah. you can't say, yeah. What if your name was Victor? Mm, you just, just say, you, you just write it, wouldn't you? If someone asked, what's your name, you'd go... Yeah, but you, that's still using it. But you're using the letter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. It's not saying the letter V, it's using, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't have to change it to Hitler. It's the only way. Yeah. <laughs> that is only... the only name known to... Mankind that doesn't have a V in it. Well, <laughs> when you can legally change to. Yeah. If you're in the treehouse, you wouldn't really, you know, have to worry about that because who's going to cut your finger off? Well, you cut it off yourself. <laughs> Who enforces the finger cutting? Yeah. Does it disappear or? Well, if it disappears, it's fine. I think it's maybe it's Stevie uh, Wonder with the thought. <laughs> well, I'd be a bit concerned about his aim. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Why? <laughs> he's, no, not because he's blind, because he's old. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what the question was. Would you rather be forced to lick the bottom of your shoe every oh, 15? Oh, that's it, yeah. Nah. I mean, that sounds fucking vile. Like, yeah. You know how many places your shoe has been? Well, if you're in the treehouse, the only place it's been is in the treehouse. <laughs> oh, god damn and it. You could be, yeah, and you could be very yeah hygienic in the treehouse. It was so I mean, easy. I'm still picking up a hundred pound every time I like look down. <laughs> so I'm just buying loads of new shoes. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like that gets to a point where it must be counterproductive. Like you're going to be in debt. <laughs> I could buy really cheap shoes. Yeah, yeah. but then you won't look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do I get to choose which shoes I'm picking? Because I could buy a really nice pair of shoes that I just yeah, wear. Yeah, you, you do want to impress the non-steel shoes for you. Yeah, have the non-steel shoes. Hmm. I think I just would rather do what we all agreed we would do at the start of this episode and kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is yeah. a disgusting question. But I mean, if you were immortal also, like you would be in the treehouse, that'd be off the cards. Yeah, I think we all should have gone with the treehouse, and it yeah. kills me that Lucemore is the only one that survives at the end of this episode. Yep. He's also a grapefruit. <laughs> grapefruit. Yeah, but while I'm in the treehouse as a grapefruit, I'm working on a cure for being a grapefruit. This is like the worst grapefruit. episode of Black Mirror ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to have been a part of it. <laughs> oh god. That's it, we're done. It's definitely the best one ever. <laughs> Seems to have taken like, a worrying turn for the worst ones to end, you know, being a grapefruit in a treehouse. Yeah. <laughs> Step inside the eye of your mind Don't you know you might find A better place to play 
And you say that you've never been But all the things that you've seen They slowly fade away Gonna start a revolution from my bed You said the brains I had went to my head Step outside the summertime's in bloom Stand up beside the fireplace And take that look from off your face Cause you ain't never gonna burn my heart out And so Sally can wait She knows it's too late as we're walking on my soul slides away Don't look back in anger I heard you say And there you have it, folks. The camera slowly zooming away from a grapefruit inside of a treehouse. The best and greatest treehouse of all time being manned by a grapefruit, which will inevitably rot and, you know, wither into nothingness, but still have a soul inside of it somehow, which is a concept I have been having perpetual nightmares about ever since the recording of this episode. But that was a really fun episode to do. I hope you guys liked it. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, Impolite Skeptic on his podcast debut. I personally think he did a fantastic job and look forward to having him on in the future. I'm going to crowdsource the funding of a new microphone for him, you know, uh, the same way that we did with the laptop. So that's really good. I'm really excited for that. Being played out, sung on the way home to by Brian Fallon as he does a cover of Don't Look Back in Anger by Noel Gallagher. Because let's face it, Brian Fallon is the musical ambassador of the Midnight Hour and... I went to see him last night, um, and it was amazing. He played in Dublin in the Olympia Theatre, where I have seen him, I think, five times in total now? No more. Six, I think. Um, Yeah, I've seen him, I think, eight or nine times in total. Every single time he's been to Ireland, I have seen him play live, is what I'm trying to get at here. Going back to the year 2009, I think, and I also saw him in Scotland in 2008, so... I'm just a huge fan of him and all of the various projects that he's a part of, and I just cannot think of a more fitting person to uh, to sing us out in the last episode of the year. Nah, just kidding. Um, but there may not be an episode next week. I'm hoping that there will be, and I'm hoping that there's one the week after, but um, it's not a sign of the times. It's not me retreating back to inactivity. It's just that I'm going on holidays um on the 2nd of december and i'm not coming back till the 19th so what you're looking at really is after that episode failed the uh the three and a half hour one that wasn't um basically i i just i'm struggling for uh time scrambling for guests um having difficulty putting ideas together and things like that so if you guys have any suggestions or anything feel free to let me know i think it's well known by now i'm pretty open to feedback when it comes to the podcast and often do act on it but um yeah just if you don't see activity in the next couple of weeks don't be surprised just uh try and understand that it's been uh difficult for me to you know juggle having a full-time job and doing this 
consistently without the person that I actually created the show to actually do it with in the first place and also just the fact that I'm going to another continent um but anyway um thank you so much for listening if you did enjoy it please do leave a like all that fun stuff check out the subreddit for the midnight hour again cannot stress how active i am on there in spite of how relatively quiet it is i guess compared to how it was when it first started you can also check out the show on itunes which is something i should be telling you before the episode but if you want to go on itunes and be really sound and leave a rating on there like give me the five stars leave a review just I love that stuff. I love reading them. It's so awesome. I really appreciate all the ways that you continue to support the podcast. So anyway, I've rambled on for long enough. I'll let you listen to Brian Fallon on the uh, you know final few minutes of the show. And hopefully see you next week. If I don't, it's not the end of the world. I've been El De Niro. Fuck this. Gonna start a revolution from my bed Cause you said the brains I had went to my head Outside the summertime's in bloom Stand up beside the fireplace And take that look from off your face Cause you ain't never gonna burn my heart out And so Sally can wait She knows it's too late as we're walking on My soul slides away Turn the back in anger I heard you say So I start a revolution from my bed the brains I had went to my head Stamp outside the summertime's in bloom Stand up beside the fireplace And take that look from off your face You ain't ever gonna burn my heart out It's too late as we're walking on by And so slides away Don't look back in anger I heard you say Thank you. All right. Not so bad.